Welcome to Thunder Noodle. Boogily, 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 It is Wednesday. It's Wednesday, my dudes. And even after today, the calendar says WTF. <laughs> Straight facts. Yeah. I'm also what the fuck this week. Yeah. It has been a week. It has been a week. Well, half a week. Yeah. Ish. Feels like this year's already been a year. <laughs> so much has happened in this, but I feel like we say that every year. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But today we have Cupcake back in the studio. Welcome, girl. Bow chicka bow bow. Uh, thank you, thank you. You sounded like one of those old timey race announcers when mm. you did that. That was pretty dope. Especially those one for the animated movie, yeah. like the animated um, series. They did that one and then the. <laughs> Yeah, Wasn't it Wacky Races? Yay! Yes. You see, I know my pointless rambling gets us somewhere sometimes. <laughs> well, I'm pr- I'm just proud that you know that. Because that was <laughs> old school cartoon network. Yeah, girl. I think my favorite thing about those old school animated things is that when they would fall off of a, a cliff and then they'd only start falling once they looked down. Yeah. And, and they'd just, always look at the, ca- the camera with this yeah. look of shock. Don't look down. Problem solved. Tip of the week. Don't look down. Advice of the week. Okay, guys, just on the whole don't look down thing, we are still looking for a word for dig up. Just letting you guys know. Yes. No dig up has been found yet. <laughs> Excavate? Maybe? No, that, is, that means to remove something. Oh, you want to dig up dirt? No. Juice. If you, you know how you dig, you dig down. She wants to, you dig up. Say you were buried. And you need to dig your way up. Dig up. I'm sure there's a word for that. We've tried to find it. Because I know excavation is, yeah, like you said, to remove something, but it's also to bring it up out of, you know. Because this whole thing started when Mona was like, no, she thought if, how are we going to get from point A to point B? And it's dig down, go straight, dig up. But you can't say dig up. Without sounding, you're physically ex. Yeah, yes. there's. So no, there needs to be another word for digging up words than saying digging upwards. You know? D- does that make sense? So the phrase I know of is you dig yourself out of something. Yeah. Which but there is should that. be just a word. Yeah, because how do I explain? I started digging, and then I basically want to say, and then I dug straight, <laughs> horizontally. And then I started digging vertically, vertically, but that can be up or down. That can be up or down either. We should just start making our own words for this. We should have a thunder noodle dictionary. Yeah. True crime dictionary. There we go. go. See, I'm good for something. uh, I'm ready. I'm intrigued. I'm back for what the law and I want to know what the fuck. Are you guys ready? Tell us about the death penalty, girl. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Two very different noises, but okay. (laughs) We have been excited since Monday's mini-sode where Be Here was like, I'm getting the information about the death penalty that I have been seeking. But wait, does that make you understand yeah, what I'm trying no, to say? <laughs> but it has been a long time coming. Like, oh, I think God. from the first episode, we've been talking mm-hmm. about this. And this case I did on Monday was also the death penalty was involved, but then they retracted it and it was crazy. So we're going to get all up in that business. Yeah, oh. I'm ready. 
So what I've got here is basically summed up from the judgment itself of this particular hearing. I have added information, but I felt that the judge just, he nailed it. He hit that nail on the head. And I mean, if it's done right. And he dropped his mic on the way Oh, out. he dropped it hard. It was beautiful, actually. Well, from reading it. Sometimes <laughs> I feel like we should mic drop in the studio. And then I'm like, Esa's mm, husband would have our heads on a fucking platter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so worth it. You do not mess with sound engineers equipment <laughs> we should get you know what we should do we should get one of those foam microphones yes that you get at party stores and then we can just drop that and we bedazzle it <gasps> make it fabulous and Girl. then that's the mic drop that we do yes yeah, all in favor say aye aye <laughs> okay so let's do this Esfi Makwanyane is a landmark legal case in South Africa that took place in 1995. The case focused on the constitutionality of the death penalty in the post-apartheid era. The Witzwatersrand local division of the Supreme Court found the two defendants in this case were guilty on four charges of murder, one act of attempted murder and one offence of robbery with aggravating circumstances. On all murder counts, they received death sentences. On the remaining crimes, their sentences included lengthy jail terms. If I remember correctly, it was life for those the remaining counts. They filed an appeal against the convictions and sentencing with the Supreme Court's Appellate Division. The Appellate Division rejected the appeals against the convictions and determined that the accused should should be given the harshest penalty allowed by law because of the circumstances surrounding the murders. According to the Criminal Procedure Act Number 51 of 1977, we, I'm just side-noting, we're getting into some act names, so if it goes over your head, don't stress. Mm. Section 2771A, the death penalty is a suitable punishment for murder. The appellate division invited the accused's attorneys to discuss whether this clause aligned with the Republic of South Africa Constitution 1993, which took effect after the trial court's conviction and sentencing. He maintained that it was not, claiming it went against the terms of the Constitution Section 9 and 11 Section 2. Basically, the right to life. Yeah. Well, this section... it. It, it's a lot of stuff it's the right to fair punishment it's all these all those were brought up but so basically what ended up happening is the appeal court or the appellate court rejected the appeal on the other convictions but this the death sentences were then sent further the appellate division denied the appeals challenging the sentences for the attempted murder and robbery offenses but it continued to consider the appeals challenging the death penalty until the court resolved the constitutional questions. Two questions were posed. The meaning of section 241.8 of the Constitution and the validity of section 2771A of the Criminal Procedure Act. Although these questions were not formally referred to this court under section 102 section 6 of the constitution the parties considered it as such and the appellate division's decision implied as much so section 2418 creates constitutional legitimacy for pre-constitutional 
court to continue to operate as a court after the commencement of the constitution in respect of pending matters. So basically, with this transitional period, courts can still operate. Get that. Section 2771A of the Criminal Procedure Act number 51 of 1977 prescribes that the death penalty is a competent sentence for murder. So basically they were in argument, you could say, or discussing the fact that those acts stated that they could continue as they were while the constitution was busy yes. being puzzled together. Yeah, and because and that's what they did. Because the trial and sentencing happened before the constitution came into effect, that's why it was never considered. Because it, the constitution didn't exist when this case was brought forward. Okay, my question. In the beginning, you said something, and it was along the lines of, okay, they can't do the death penalty, but they'll do life instead. Now... One thing that confuses me about a life sentence is sometimes it's not always a literal life. Sometimes it's like 25 years. Is that the same concept or is it literally the rest of your life? So most, the minimum sentence for life, for murder is, I think it was 15 years, 20 years if I'm not mistaken. But generally, I don't know about back then. It's very, not very clear on what a life sentence was back then, but it, it depends. Everything depends. It's more thing of after 20 years, you may be eligible for parole. Okay. Then you will just only serve 20 years. Okay. I check, I follow. Okay. Since the trial was finished before the 1993 constitution went into effect, the issue of whether the death penalty was lawful was not raised throughout the proceedings. So what the court said was, we asked counsel appearing before this court to consider whether evidence of the then undisputed information placed before us in argument would be relevant to the determination of the question referred to us by the appellate division because evidence that might not have been relevant to that issue would not have been led. Council was unable to cite specific evidence that had not previously been presented to the court that would have been relevant to their findings about the constitutional questions posed in this case, except for the public opinion issue. So there was huge outcry. I mean, you can imagine post-94, everyone's going on. We want, you know. But this is 93. Yeah, this, no, this is now from the constitutional case that this judgment was taken. Oh, yes. the actual case was 93. Yes. This is now the... The constitutional hearing. Okay, okay, so okay, this was okay, 95, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Well, yeah, girl. Okay. It was 95. Okay, the program, homie. I'm trying to. That's why I'm axing. <laughs> you axing? Mm-hmm. But that's a, there are no stupid questions. If I ask the question, get the answer. Rather know and ask stupid questions and mm-hmm. sit and wonder and be unsure. Okay, folks, sorry, ne? Death stares all around. <laughs> I'm just glad she's not coming for me today. Please give Varushka some patience. But I, like I said, I'm just glad she's not coming for me today. Like, my way. <laughs> I can't, I, no one controls Varushka, guys. Nobody. Not even me. <laughs> Undoubtedly, it would have been preferable if the drafters of the Constitution had made it clear that either the death penalty is an ineffective form of punishment 
or that it is legal in certain situations. But since this wasn't done, it was up to the court to determine whether the punishment complied with the Constitution's provisions. <gasps> so it's basically the words you used made it so that we could interpret it the, the way we wanted. You didn't use the correct wording. So now the Constitution is going to take over. Yeah, basically. Oh, oh, oh. They, they didn't... Oh, I thought you were tuning over. Oh, no, I was like, what? I was like, what? I was trying to understand again. Yes, now so the people that draft the Constitution didn't give clear mm. statement. They just said people have a right to life. Mm. You know, they gave all these rights, but they weren't Some repercussions of what happened before mm. or anything like that. In this in instance, that is the court's jurisdictional range. So the court then was, this is where case law is so important mm. because they're the, you know, the lines were laid and they're the trains guiding everyone to where we need to be. No executions have taken place in South Africa since 1989. The last execution carried out by the South African government was the hanging of Solomon Ngubeni in November 1989. The last woman to be executed was Sandra Smith on June 2nd of the same year, along with her boyfriend, Yassim Harris, in all cases following an aggravated murder conviction. That case was crazy. That one with Yassim and his heavy stuff. You need to tell me about that. I don't know about that. I'll do one. I'll do an episode. Do we know in what provinces? So from what the judgment said, it to be mainly... Limpopo, because when this judgment was given, there was still under, just under a hundred people that were sentenced to death that were like on death row, mm. already waiting. From it was Limpopo, some the old Swane name and the Ultron Sky, and they were all kind of waiting to hear what was going to happen. Even some of the cases had been declared after 93. And that's mm. why this case was so important. Now I'm talking about the the lost executions. Yeah. Where did they happen? They didn't say. Is it? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Nana. It's okay. Excuse I'm trying me. to paint the picture in my head. <laughs> I want to see dead people hanging. <laughs> where? Well, just imagine <laughs> the, what do they call it where they hang people? They Just, call it the gallows or something. Yes. Wasn't it the gallows? Yes. It is the gallows. Because we even did it in my mini-sode. Yeah, okay, he was so like, I'm scared to go to the gallows. That's why I know that. Look at me. I'm clued up. Well I know done. Shit. Look at you, smarty pants. <laughs> <laughs> so just imagine the gallows. I'm not feeling gallows. very smart right now, you guys. I'm setting the scene for you. Imagine the gallows. When is it? November. It's a warm, breezy day. The bell rings in the distance, clanging. It's the final person to be executed and so I can't hear you onto the bench the fact of how stupid I am <laughs> <laughs> it's like our roles reverse today now you it, know how I feel it's a good every thing day. it's a good thing it's you're pretty struggle. girl that's how I feel every day <laughs> it's fine <laughs> I love the innocent laugh like it's okay <laughs> that was not innocent that was pure evil yeah, no that was buttercup laugh yeah. like you're gonna be okay it's okay can I make? Can we yeah, go, we'll go. We'll make you feel better. It's okay. Well, I'll carry it's just on. Painted. I mm. got a lovely picture. Thank I you. I will sit here in my mediocrity. <laughs> okay, girl. In its ruling, the Constitutional Court held that the death penalty was indeed unconstitutional. Mm. 
The court argued that the death penalty violated the right to life as enshrined in the Constitution, as well as the prohibition against cruel, inhumane or degrading punishment. The court stated that capital punishment undermines the inherent dignity of the individual and does not contribute to the goal of promoting a just and compassionate society. The court held that retribution cannot be accorded the same weight under our constitution as the rights to life and dignity, which are the most important of all the rights in the Bill of Rights. It has not been shown that the death penalty would be materially more effective to deter or prevent murder than the alternative sentence of life imprisonment. Taking these elements into account, as well as the element of arbitrariness and the possibility of error in enforcing the death penalty, the clear and convincing case that is required to justify the death sentence as the penalty for murder has not been made out. The accused were subsequently sentenced to life in prison. The ruling in S.V. Makonyane led to the abolition of the death penalty in South Africa. It was a significant decision that demonstrated the transformative nature of the post-apartheid legal system, emphasizing the importance of human rights and dignity. The case played a crucial role in shaping South Africa's legal landscape and setting a precedent for constitutional rights protection in the country. Yes. So does that mean that all the people that were on death row waiting to get hanged, they were then (coughs) changed to life sentences instead of that it would be the time if i'm not mistaken yes um but i would think that there would have to be some form of proceeding with it so Mm. they would get it maybe a right to an appeal the death sentence side of their sentence Yeah, because if they maybe have had been sitting for about 10 15 years do they then only get another 10 years are they already eligible for parole that's a good that question. Yeah, that so I would think there would need to be some form of control over that because okay. I mean you can't just imagine a world where everyone on death row was just like, okay, it's fine, we're not going to kill you, but we don't know what to do with you, so bye. <laughs> you know, like it's chaotic. I think at that moment it would have just been the easiest thing to just say, "All y'all on death death row, death row, death row, all y'all motherfuckers." From today onwards, you're serving a life sentence. Mm. I agree. I don't know. It kind of got off a bit scot-free there, in my opinion. Like you, you went to prison, sure, but I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Weird vibes. I don't know how they should have handled it, but I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, it's. Mm, I get what you're trying to say. It's difficult to put it mm-hmm, into words mm-hmm. because you're not. Su- you're technically not supposed to be mm-hmm. here, exactly. but now you have a second chance. Does that? second chance now just get handed to you or does are they going to reevaluate everything you've done and then accordingly punish you i think that's why i say i think that would have been the case Mm -hmm. just using my logical brain would have been you know okay cool this case changed everything so we Mm -hmm. need to go back and take a look at everything else to make sure that do you think that was the start of the backlog that we are facing (laughs) In all honesty, I actually think like as much as the constitution and everything is so amazing and it was brought in and, you know, we were free in 93 or 94 Mm. and, you know, it's 95 came and it was like, okay, cool. We've got this interim constitution. I think that did create 
a transitional backlog because it was the type of thing where I mean if you think of anything if you transition from one thing to another mm-hmm. if you get a new manager if you get you know you start a new sport or you start a new workout regime there's always that growing pain or those yeah. growing phases mm-hmm. and yes some things get lost you you lose a bit in that process you know what would be a f- fun wormhole in my opinion i don't think most people think fun has the same meaning as i do but if each case was re-evaluated say for instance they had to have a whole new court date they had to have a whole Mm. new rigmarole right maybe not lawyers and such but maybe just a revision Mm. of whatever okay to find out if those cases were then sent back to court. Say there was, argument's sake, 50 people on death row. Yeah. All 50 people had to go back to court. Now, most of those things probably won't be sorted out in one day. Mm. So try and see how far it was booked up. So now the court's getting booked up. Mm. It would be interesting to know when the last death row case was finalized. Was finalized. Um. Because I think that would also kind of give us an idea because then the new incoming cases, would they get, would they fall in line? Would they get come quicker? Would they, You see, this is what I'm, what I'm trying to yeah. say. Do you think that was the start of why cases take so long? Because I mean, for instance, okay, if there were three people on death row, then maybe not. But say, for instance, there was like 200 people on death row. Imagine how if each and every one of them had to go back to court. Because I can't imagine it was just a quick meeting. Especially if it was so centralized to specific areas. Mm. So what the judge stated in the judgment um, was that his words were, there are apparently over 300 persons and possibly as many as 400 if persons sentenced in the former trans guy, Paputa Tswana and Venda are taken into account, who have been sentenced to death by the courts and who are on death row waiting for this issue to be resolved. So that's 400 people that need to be... Some of these convictions date back to 1988 and approximately half of the persons on death row were sentenced more than two years ago. His words were, this is, this is an intolerable situation and it is essential that it be resolved one way or another without further delay. I wonder how it was resolved. You must be talking mm. to our lawyer friend to find these things out. I oh, well, because that's, there is so much, I mean, research alone, there's so much like, red tape that comes up when, it, mm. when you start to go post-apartheid, pre-post-apartheid, just that transitional era like Mm. there's so much red tape when it comes to finding information where you just get thrown up with the same thing over and over again so you have to kind of read between the lines even our mini-sode we ended up contacting my grandmother Mm. your grandmother just to get some sort of idea of what it was like back then and we still don't really know completely the the ins and outs of everything because I can imagine, I mean, looking at it from a point of view of now, that must have been a complete, just chaotic mess. Yeah. Like, just trying to fix everything from the, the, everything that was messed up from 
two years ago, we're trying to fix that, but we're also trying to pave the way for a new mm. future. I mean, that's like just thinking about the things that were brought in almost to try like salvage something. Mm. It makes sense that if there was a bit of a backlog that was created then, mm. that it was we haven't kind of gotten rid of it. Mm. You know, there's because it's never been run a hundred percent. It's always been run at a eighty. You know, 80%. Learn as you go. Yeah, there's always been this kind of, I mean, we as South Africans have that mentality of we'll just wing it. Yeah. You know, we never, I'll, I'll know 50% or something like, I'm doing it. I you got know? this under control. We'll figure it out when and we I get feel there. Like on top of that, bar the fact that we're dealing with all of that, like you said, we're still trying to pave a, a better path for the future, which means we're still suffering from mistakes that we're making now with situations we're dealing mm. with now let alone mistakes and situations we need to deal with from 30 years ago yeah because so like one thing on top of the fucking next yeah because the like you said like you said in your previous one the constitution is still a baby basically mm. well, it's a toddler yeah like, so it's scary is, for me yeah. like after that episode i went home and i realized shit we're babies mm. we 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 have no idea what we're doing but yeah. we're actually doing a bit better than yeah. some other people you know i spoke to my one friend about the case I, i'm busy researching now and we got onto an extremely controversial topic <laughs> right and as we're talking about this um a very bad person was named i don't even want to say his name out loud because oh, he will not be named. Bruh, he is worse than Joffrey Baratheon. Almost said Lannister. <laughs> Joffrey Baratheon. And neither of you will know who the fuck I'm talking about because you do not watch Game of Thrones. I do know but who you're talking about. he actually. was voted the most hated fucking character ever. Yes. Side note, the poor man stopped acting because he just got so much hate mail. Because he but he does the look can- like he's living his best life now. He does look good now. No. Yeah, but shame he went through it. Um, okay, anyway, but this... I'm talking about Joffrey. This, <laughs> yeah, this South African brother was worse than that. Okay? Is it Moses? No. Because uh, no. he's an evil fuck. Should I just say the name? Should I say the name? I don't really... Okay, his... I didn't mean Moses from the Bible, guys. No, I meant yeah. Moses totally. Yeah, you, you must be... Because no. I knew what you were okay. talking about. Sorry. If you have any reference to... South Africa, this man had a political party uh, and the, oh, okay. the, the emblem ca- could be associated with a certain other much-hated German man. Historical emblem. Yes. <laughs> and so that guy. Anyway, but while we're talking about this, we realized that it wasn't that long ago. And then she loves the what the law section of our podcast. And she said that she has never thought of how new everything still is. And I mean, her husband, that is, he's 11 years older than her. He was a teenager back then. He was in school Mm. back then. And then she started talking to him. And she's like, she doesn't realize that her parents, she was technically born in apartheid. I was born apartheid two years when i was two years old it was abolished yeah so it's crazy to think that like you say it's so new and people don't everyday people don't realize how new it is and how 
That's also, yeah. I think from a sociological point of view, I think because our frame of reference of that time is purely based in what we knew growing up, what yeah. our parents knew, the stories we mm. were told, we have no frame of reference of what it was like in the earlier days yeah. you know we our frame of reference of that time are cartoons and music mm. and you know the the nice things like we were fortunate enough to be a little secluded from that but yeah. i think if you when you actually put it into perspective i mean i was talking to my mom the other day about it and she was telling me how her and my dad took me to rallies and they were going to rallies and fighting against apartheid and protesting against it. And we were there, like, my little, my sister and I were there, and, like, I was one with on my dad's shoulders going to these rallies. Like, and when she told me about that, I sat there going, so me, me, <laughs> me, this <laughs> guy, this guy now, <laughs> this guy, yeah. really, like, but on the topic it's crazy. Of, on the topic of that, do we have any statistics to which we probably don't want to know but how many racially how the execution went comparatively mm, i couldn't find anything it, like that that is crazy and i'm a little glad though because yeah. my safety comes first yes i get that <laughs> i don't want my head ripped off today no 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 <laughs> it's only wednesday Fresh <laughs> <laughs> guys tamed okay where's our spray bottle <laughs> our bedazzled spray bottle yeah. And it's not that I'm getting angry at you. No, I'm I'm getting angry at the situation. At the situation. Yes. And the lack of control we have. Yes. Yes. So that's it, guys. Oh, wait. I have one question. And it goes back to our mini-sode on Monday. But it ties into today's little what the law. So on my mini-sode, for those of you who haven't listened to it, stub a toe. But anyway... Um, <laughs> so aggressive. Well, they should, but it's fine. <laughs> we want we want to be inviting. People must come. Yeah, they must be scared. No, they should be scared. <laughs> we traumatize people. Yeah. Um. But so the case, this girl basically pays this guy to kill her lover's wife. They go in. They stab her to death. They dip. They get arrested. They get the death penalty. She was 18 at the time of the crimes. And they said something along the lines of like. Sounds so familiar. They, you probably do know it. Marlene Lenberg. There's a clause. Marlene Lenberg. Clause, yeah. That Wait. you cannot. Oh, sorry. Can continue. <laughs> it's okay. Go crazy, girl. She just it's your to, turn. She needs to make herself feel better. It's your turn. It's really your turn. Go. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so. My point was they said that she couldn't be executed because this was now 1974. Mm. They said she couldn't be executed because she was 18 and something along the lines of like an immature mindset or she was too young, Mm. a juvenile. Now, in South Africa, like in America, you get classified as an an adult when you're 21. In South Africa, it's 18. But does that, is the 21 year old law thing applied for execution? Or like, I don't understand why she wasn't necessarily a minor, but she got treated like one because she... Do you know what I'm trying to say? So the age of 18 has is a new concept. It, if I remember correctly, it was 21 for a very okay. long time. That makes more sense. But then. we have that in regards to, I think it's 13. Mm-hmm. 
up until 13 you have no criminal capacity so you like these psycho kids that we see on tv that like even old old jeffers who has like started doing sketchy things when he was very young you're not you don't have the criminal capacity you don't have so how we work with our law is that you need intent Mm. you have to go out and go okay cool tomorrow i'm gonna go out I'm going to go to there, I'm going to go to there, and then I'm going to kill two people, then I'm going to kill three people, and then I'm going to come home and eat my lunch. You know, they, mm. that's a premeditated intention to go do something. Yeah. You, in the eyes of the law, do not have that if you are below the age of 13. Okay. You cannot, your brain can't comprehend the whole idea of intention. Mm. Even if I think of my little sister who's 13 now, like, as smart as what she is if i had to speak to her about intent she would look at me and go huh yeah they you don't know? understand the full concept of it there's not a full understanding of my actions are going to mm. you can foresee your actions now yeah. will inflict pain or hurt or damage onto someone else yeah and therefore you are liable now okay so that's how our law works but i know but i mean at 18 you can understand that concept necessarily eh? to them you don't think so in the eyes of the law yes you can but you are considered a juvenile okay oh that's when you turn 18 so obviously when the age was 21 it was very different okay but when you turn 18 then you are seen as being an adult i see okay now you Mm -hmm. can go on about your little shizamels do you also think that maybe it was this is a new thought quickly that because the crime, crimes, the planning happened when she was 17. Yeah, that would be it. Oh, okay. So it's maybe yeah. not even necessarily the 21 thing. Okay. That would be it. If it's, it's not about when you charged with it. It's about when you did it. Yeah. So they work on that. Because, I mean, you standing here now didn't do anything. But if you did something five years ago, you wouldn't be charged as an adult. Mm-hmm. You would be they would look at it like oh, that. Uh-huh. Oh. Mm. No, all I wanted to say earlier when I tried to rudely interrupt B was that her, what's her name? Marlene Lenberg. Her name, with the word clause, <laughs> was basically instated because she was trying to sell her story to a mm. journalist or a newspaper or some shit. And then they created a clause within the law that says any guilty party cannot profit yeah from that story yeah that yeah, also that that was all i wanted to say that was is that, that, is that I, still in I place add some asking to this please cake. do but is that like still in place to yeah. this day so in our country it works this now okay now we're going into a more of a law of persons like inheritance law that type of thing mm. if you are the cause of someone's murder or the cause of someone needing to now there's an inheritance you cannot inherit but then how is that how is that fair with the the Greek Vastad murder because it didn't go to his damn him he went to his grandpa no i'm sure he didn't kill did. his grandpa no 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 that guy no oh his grandfather was the his holder of the father was the inheritance oh. he inherited the family's money and what he did then is put it in a trust for 
little sucker killer. Motherfucker. I know that that, that enraged me. It that enraged me. I do not know how. That is I don't sick. know. That is so sick. I don't know what how he did fuck? that. But that is what he did. So that's, that's how he got them. It's that's not like how he, he got legally, the money. technically, he got wouldn't the have money. been allowed to. That's why he didn't inherit inherit. Because I was it so confused. Because when we when we did our little bit of research, clearly we didn't do a very good job. Um, we got it that he still got his inheritance. I'm like, mm-hmm. you you killed your whole family. How can you get the money mm-hmm. for that? It's a, it's against the law. It's okay. we if you kill someone, you cannot inherit from them. Wow, so the, they took a whole loophole situation yeah. so my that he was they still went round the corner through the back. <gasps> no, it it enraged what? me when I heard that because can't. I don't know I, I don't know in general just how the grandparents dealt with this. But I don't know if I would have been able to do that myself. No ways I would not. Like I don't know. That is Hold on. My mind just got literally blown. Like, that is one of the most craziest things you, I've ever heard. So, it's okay, initially it seems very, and you, when you hear it, you're like, Ugh. but inheritance law mm. is fascinating. Really? We've done, we did it last year where it it's part, falls under law of persons. So, it's anything to do with the people, interactions between people, that type of thing. But it's so interesting to know exactly what you have a right to mm, mm. and how to protect yourself. And just from a point of view of how to protect yourself, I mean, you know, wills and you, if you are in any position, get your will done, guys. Yeah, you can have it done for free. Get it done. Yeah. Because there are way like the state does take control of your assets if you die without a will. But and then it's still kind of fair, which is cool. Like we we're still kind of fair, but it just creates so much drama and mm. unnecessary bull for your so fam. Good, guys, what the fuck? I can't yeah. believe they did that. But even just the if there was no money to inherit, that you cannot physically sell your story and yeah. gain profit. Anything like that. That is you cannot epic. profit mm. off of yeah, someone you've m- had a hand in murdering. Or hurting. You cannot profit off of that. That's amazing. Can, mm. say for instance, Pity did this. And the sister knows the whole story. Can the sister profit? Not as far as I know. Maybe. I think so. Like? It's, it's directional. So it would be, Pity who did the things, can't profit. So but if I tell the story from like a third perspective. Yeah, then you can. And I so write if, the whole thing you, with if, everything I know. If, if anyone around you does anything sketchy, just get the whole story. And then just write a book on it and yeah. we can be rich. We'll all be rich. Oh man. my God, slay. Love that. Life hacks. Loophole. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. That was oh. a, a WTL and then a you WTF. Like, yeah, you just WTF'd my brain so hard. With no vase. We, I know. I want to start. There's a lot of cases involved in that area of law that I want to stop bringing in because it Please is, do. it's so important. Like mm. it's for us now as living human beings in South Africa, it is important to know these things, oh, just so that we, you know, we have some leg to stand on, and you're not going like because we're going to lose someone at some point. Mm. We all are going to be involved in a marriage at some point. We're all going to be doing something at some point where the back of your mind you're going oh, i heard this i have a right hey thunder noodle taught me something <laughs> i remember these bitches going off about this thunder noodle teaches you to use your noodle Woo! Slay. 
I'm so mind blown. I actually can't function right now. I have no words. I'm just sitting I've here I've never processing. seen you speechless. Like, this is a first. I'm processing. Yeah. You've made her speechless. I've made her cry. No wonder Vrushka comes for us. <laughs> this is crazy. Wow. Yeah? What the actual fuck? What the fuck with what the law? Breaking the law. I always think of that song when you say that. <laughs> always. <laughs> well, guys, I hope you're as mindfucked as we are. It's been a wild ride. Mm. And um, just a pre-warning, Friday's going to get a whole lot worse. You guys are going to be fucked this week. Oh. Fucked. So say. <laughs> sorry, yeah. not sorry. I'm going to have to go take a nap after this so I can delve back into my research, but I don't know if I will be able to. (laughs) (laughs) I just get the image of like that guy that sits outside with a cigarette and he's looking down and it's like you could just see that the world is on his shoulders. That is insane. So yeah, thanks, Cons. Thank you. For real. (laughs) Next time before you do this, at least buy me dinner first. (laughs) Yes. Please. God, but you know what? I will say that for for this being something I've been like curious about for so long, you scratched an itch, bitch. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Wow, <laughs> I'm not ready for Friday. I'm not. I'm not. I wasn't ready for Monday. I definitely wasn't ready for today, and I know I'm not going to be ready for Friday. <sighs> we'll be fine. We're in this together. All in this together. I feel like we're setting the bar really high in the beginning of the year, guys. <laughs> can we turn it down a little, please? But we can only go up from here. This is the thing. I we're teaching you're people. I'm really ready to be traumatized this year. Because mm-hmm. I am. I think mm-hmm. at the end of the year, we need to start like, advertising available like psychologists, you know. Yeah, we need a trauma meter. Virtual counseling. That we can with our... Yeah. Our podcast. We be like, this is that. a 3.4 on the trauma meter. <laughs> yes, on the trauma scale, you'll be fine. Yes, this is an 8. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll okay. see you on Friday. Yeah. Have fun. Enjoy. Bye. Bye.